Welcome to the Chairsofter Show, your weekly airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsofter Show, Instagram at the Chairsofter Show or by email on andy at the uk. Thanks for tuning in to episode number 56. Joining me this week, please welcome back Carlo from Floperator Podcast. Hey Carlo. Hey. Hey. It's just like a round of applause after someone says yeah. my name or booze. <laughs> so... I'm not, I'm not sure how to take this because there's not a live studio audience. Oh, well, maybe uh, one day. One day. <laughs> we could do like, do you remember when you were younger in the TV shows and it have, this show was recorded in front of a live studio audience <laughs> at Nickelodeon Studios and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be a little light that comes on that says applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or boo, or laughter, Ooh. or cheer, or all the usual sort of shit. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you watch... Um, uh, when we were younger, you used to watch WWF. Oh, yeah. Um, right. There's little cardboard signs that people hold up in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't make those. They were given to them by the production team. <laughs> Doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <yeah. laughs> no. It's like, well, here's the merch stand and here's your cardboard thing. Yeah. Talk, talking to things, we used to make banners up because when I was young, like we're going back years now. Our parents used to take us up to watch um, Gladiators being recorded. Oh, yeah. And, like, oh, that was a long day. One episode, and they've got everything in the roof, and they're lowering bits down every now and again. It used to take forever. And then you're like, but this show's only an hour long on the telly. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> editing magic. Yeah, you're like, wow, you don't realise just how much goes into it. Uh, I remember, like, one of the um, female contestants was caught out for cheating. Was she? These, uh, yeah, they when they climbed the wall. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the contenders. Yeah. That tried to climb the wall, and and reach the top faster than the gladiators could catch them. Yeah. One contestant had greased her legs. Oh right. Okay. Yeah, so she couldn't be ripped down, and it wasn't in the rules. It wasn't stated at the time that you couldn't do that, but they were changed just because of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a way, isn't it? You find a loophole, so they're like, right, we must change this. Yeah. Right, Definitely. anyway, on with the show. So, we've got you back today. We're going to chat about a couple of things today. We're going to chat grenades and kit brands. And we're going to go into a little bit more depth on the kit brands because we've sort of touched on them a little bit over the last year or so of the show. But we can do the definitive guide of what Carlo says not to buy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. As, as most people know, I've been playing Airsoft for about six and a half to seven years now. Yeah. And I've been through a lot of kit. And those that have seen me and what I actually do with my kit will be like, how does your stuff last? Yeah. What do you do to it? I'm like, sometimes I run it over with my car. Um, <laughs> I, I slide down a lot of things. I always get paranoid when I'm doing that when I leave in the morning for a game and I'm like, did I leave something under the wheel? <laughs> Is something still on the roof of my car? Yeah, it's, it's, it's like that or have I just left like my 416 line in the road or something? Like <laughs> God, I'd be depre- I think I'd actually kill myself if that happened because oh, like, yeah. I can't afford to replace that shit. <laughs> like I always say, you don't need both kidneys. <laughs> yeah, God, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> GBLS das for days. <laughs> How many lungs you got left? Oh, just the one, but you know, I've learned this breathing technique that expands it into the cavity, so I'm yeah. all good. 
Do you want half a liver? Oh wait, no, mine's fucked. We discussed this on your show. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, that'll be coming out. Or oh, we will be discussing on your show. Yeah, because that'll be out on the twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if one hour isn't enough of us to just chatting crap and what <laughs> body parts you can sell and that, <laughs> then uh, tune into Carlo's show on Friday for another two hours of it. Yeah, sure. Why not? Wait, when's this coming out tomorrow? This is coming out tomorrow. Oh, or today, okay. if people are listening to it on Monday, this, <laughs> this show's already out, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to it. I don't know, I mean, <laughs> you know, they Welcome can, they can time travel photons of light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We're already in the future, catch up. That's, that's the point, what do you reckon would happen if you went into the future and got got your phone out and downloaded all the releases, like, say, six months' time, downloaded every episode... And then came back. Um, Do you reckon they'd still be, be there? Well, the first things first, you'd have to be encased in a bell jar or a vacuum. Yeah. Because what's living on your skin and what you breathe out could probably infect the future. Which yeah. is why we can't travel to the past, because everything that we've been inoculated from now, yeah. there could be like a airborne diseases that we bring back and, and destroy civilization. Yeah. Just Imagine that. It gets more complicated when you think about it, more, doesn't it? But you know the whole thing about you've just complicated a really simple <laughs> yeah, question. Sorry, <laughs> physics. <laughs> like you could know what I'm going to record before I even do. Would you want that knowledge, though? You don't know because it all then probably go fucking wrong. Yeah, but in philosophy, <laughs> you're given the question of there's this book of your life, and you're only on a certain page of it. If you're given the entire book of your life, would you read ahead? I'd be like, no. I would just to see what happens. I could nah. <clears throat> no, because then you could be consciously aware of the choices that you make, and that's the basis of this um, this text known as simulacra and simulation. Which simulation to, of a simulation inside yeah, which a simulation. Yeah, it boils down to fate versus choice. Yeah. You know, in, in terms of what you believe. Now, if our lives are, are predetermined, then we're just literally going through the motions. Yeah, but. How boring well, what does that sound like? Yeah. I don't want to know what my choices are. I'm like, no, just, <laughs> just do it. Yeah, welcome to Carlo's philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the amazing thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Science. Yeah. Magic isn't it science, amazing how we always get sidetracked when we come on to discuss? When I'm on the show, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, no, right, so let's talk about grenades then. Yeah, nades, right. So You've, you've been doing some work I've been doing on some research. Pyros. Yeah. yeah. As well as um, making my own, which I don't advise anybody to do. Carlo only really has one eyebrow now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It goes all the way across. And half a beard. <laughs> you're like you're like Two Face from Batman. Yeah, much. <laughs> yeah. I live long enough to see myself become the villain. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, well, I mean, when you think about cobble pyro, really, there's only sort of really three brands that you hear of, isn't there? You've got yeah, Nova Gay. Gay. TLS and that Cloud9 Cloud9, and yeah. some stuff. Uh, they're the only sort of three brands that I've come across, to be honest. There might be more, but I've never heard of them. Um, not in this country that I've heard of. I mean, I know Cloud9 had a major marketing push about four or five years ago. Yeah. And their smokes are pretty decent. Yeah. But for for the price and and your um and, and your output, it's got to be a no look, eh? Smokes. Right. 
especially with the the larger EG18s and then the, the mega large EG18X. Yeah, which are fantastic. You know, you get the decent two minutes of smoke that you need to just cover your your retreat or your exit. And that's yeah. essentially what you should only really be using smokes for, anyway. Yeah, it's just to cover the fact that you're changing position or you're leaving. If you're throwing that into a battle, well, you know, it's Murphy's Laws of War. You may have blinded the enemy, but you've also blinded yourself. Exactly. And and let's be honest, with the vast majority of uh, woodland games, all that's going to happen at a skirmish day is they're just going to pepper through the smoke. Yeah. They're just going to spray and pray and hope they hit someone. I've seen it far too many times. Yeah. <laughs> You know, they get you, that you one throws... lucky shot to your nuts. You're like, nah. Yeah. Although while we're on the topic of smokes, don't forget those mill smokes that were floating around. They were great fun, and they were really good for cover. The thermos? No, the mill smokes that were coming around. Do you know the green case ones that they yeah, yeah, to yeah, get yeah, on the yeah, yeah. market? They're great fun. And people poo themselves the first time you throw it if they're not expecting it, because it goes pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I but, remember those. I mean, yeah, really, really and truthfully... Um, I've used all the smokes over the years. Um, personal experience, I've I've had an EG18X fail on me before. Mm. But other than that, generally speaking, I've found them to be the better ones. Uh, the, the ones like the Cloud9 that um, you could get. Uh, originally, I didn't like them because if you lost the lid, you had no striker for it. Yeah, but you got a lighter, right? Yeah, don't do a Ryan though, where no. he decided to take his glove off because he'd just got his new gloves and he didn't want to melt them, so he burnt his hand. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a, the, an, an airsoft encyclopedia where it's just got an entry under Ryan Clark. And it's, it's things just, you don't do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so that it was like I, he goes, "I burnt my hand on a smoke grenade today." I was like, "How?" Because I wasn't at the game, and then he goes. Well, I had new gloves and I didn't want to burn them and I'd lost the striker and I needed to light smoke so I lit it with a lighter with my gloves off and I burnt my hand. I've done that before where I've burnt the side of my thumb. Yeah. Um, it was a superficial burn. Like, there's nothing major Yeah, it's nothing, it. nothing lasting. It just... Yeah, but it's a little, really little bit of cold tough water. blister. And that was it. I was just like, got to deal with that for the next few days. Yeah. Wasn't nice. No. No, so, but, as you know, on, at the back of every single Nova Gate, it says, "Don't be a dick with our products." And yeah, they, yeah, they, they are not toys. <laughs> yeah, they are essentially which, a firework. Which, for any airsoft players under eighteen listening to this show, that's why you're not allowed to use them. Yeah. That's Although, true. weirdly enough, there was a site not too far from us, a woodland site, <laughs> that used to say that anyone under 18 could use them, provided they had a adult take responsibility for their use of it or something, which I, in hindsight, wholeheartedly disagree with. I uh, will never visit that site again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you know exactly which site I'm Yeah, yeah, I know of it. <laughs> I mean, it kind of narrows it down when I say it's not too far from both of yeah, us. Yeah, I was like, huh, that's only like two sites. And yeah. he says Woodland, I'm like, huh. <laughs> that's only one site. <laughs> that's only one site. <laughs> I'm just like, never again. I haven't played yeah. that for years anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to 
yeah, I don't blame you. But What's yeah, I mean, really, really, and truthfully, with pyro, uh, you use the smokes in woodland, obviously. But the, I'd say the most old stuff is the uh, bangs you yeah. get, really, uh, because every site pretty much lets you use them, with a couple of ex- exceptions. Um, now, yeah, I mean, let's say the main two types really that you see are the thermos and the uh, Mark Fives yep. under flashes. Um, so, yeah, let's go into that. Over yeah, sure. Carlo. So, um, <laughs> the, the great thing about Mark Fives is you can clear rooms with them or immediate areas of, of a group of players. That's a great thing about them. Yeah. Um, the really cool thing is they're so compact, you can stash them in pretty much any pouch. Yeah. That's no, so I didn't say pocket. Yeah. Never put pyrotechnics in your pockets. Yeah. There were... I seem to remember there was a story about somebody... It might have been in Wales, over Cardiff Way, uh, who decided to store a thermo in their pocket and actually had to go to Cardiff Burns Unit because he'd taken the striker off, not used it, replaced it, and it came off in his pocket and struck when he was running. And when I, boom, I think there was a thermo as well. Um, so yeah, like like we said earlier, it does say don't be a dick, but you got to use sensible. You got to use some common sense. Yeah, which as we both know ain't so common. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the um, amazing thing that that we'll find with a lot of pyro is, even though it's built to last, there is a sell by date with the uh, ingredients, if you will, and the conditions that they kept it. Biscuit tin. You know, if you've got one of the old ones, you remember the Victoria ones that usually when you open it up, it finds a sewing kit inside? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that straight away. <laughs> <laughs> that bloody me, but Christmas time, that was everywhere. <laughs> Why are there biscuits in the sewing kit tin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, there's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a great way to store them. Uh, essentially, if you're travelling to and from places, because... They're not exposed to the elements, right? They're inside yeah. a, a, a essentially a steel alloy, if you will, container. Yeah. So they're not going to be getting too hot or too cold constantly. And, you know, it's great way to protect them because if they are near a heat source, they're a little more insulated and you can get to them and get them away from the heat source quite quickly. Yeah. Obviously, don't put your bare hands on it if it's near a heat source. But, you know, yeah, use something like a rake or a big stick to to move it away. Yeah, it's like for storage of pyro for myself now. Uh, for the last few years, actually, I've been using an old ammo tin that I sprayed yeah. up. Yeah, um, perfect. Like because it had all the old markings of it, of all the caliber ammunition and stuff, and all the yeah. batch date and everything. Because um, obviously, someone hadn't cleaned it off when I went and got it. Um, I d- literally just sprayed over all that, painted it up, and made it look pretty. And yeah, I just use that. It's it's known to some family members as the instant daylight storage unit. <laughs> <laughs> daylight storage. The instant daylight storage oh, unit. The, brilliant. Because we were saying how bright some of these things can be when you're in a CQB environment when they go off in front of you. 
Yeah, they can be. Uh, it's not. It's no street flare. Um, yeah. And that's the amazing thing. What I've actually got here, which I'll drop the link to you in yep. a moment when I grab it, is somebody that lit a Mark V believing it was a smoke. Yeah. And um. And the the the, the after effects of what happened to the glove in their hand. Um, it wasn't drastic, but you know. Yeah, these things aren't to be messed with at the end of the day. Although one thing I found that was interesting actually was that the thermos are a lot quieter than the Mark Fives. At first, I thought it was the other way around. I don't know if that's just when I had um, when I started and the environments I was playing in. But the thermos yeah. don't seem as loud as the Mark Fives when you actually let them off outdoors. Sorry, I had to mute the microphone there. Yeah, there's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, back to physics. It's because you're not in an enclosed area. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the thermos are a much sort of duller thud, aren't they? They're more. But then again, I think that's more for the flash than anything else. You get more of a flash out of them, I've found. Yeah, definitely. And less of a bang. But they are still fun when you let them off indoors. That deep thud. In fact. Somebody made a comment of, isn't that what's been being dropped in certain countries recently when I let one off at the mall in the concourse with a the thermo? Because that thing echoed big time. Really? Yeah. I dropped it down the... Uh, You'll you remember the staircase, the glass staircase up yeah. down the lift. I was up the top there and we had some guys trying to make their way up. It's like, and I'm literally just dropping pyro down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so as they push it up, I'm just dropping these things down on them. And this guy come running up and went, fucking hell, isn't that what's being dropped off of fighter jets at the moment? <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> like, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, find this thing. I don't know where it's going. Oh, mate. But yeah, I mean, um, personal experience, I prefer, I prefer the Mark Fives because you can get them that much cheaper. Yeah. Thermos can be expensive, and then you start looking at sort of the multi bang territory as well and stuff like that, and you're thinking, what more can I get here? And let's not forget the uh, the single bang mortars and the mortar smokes, they're great fun. Uh huh. For cardboard pyro. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you're not going to beat that. So, what sort of. With the different environments, what pyros would you recommend for each environment? Okay, so obviously, if you want to create a uh, a thick, smoky atmosphere, it's got to be the EG18s, the EG18X. Um, that's basically to to kind of blanket everything around you. And what I've found to be the the thickest one is usually the blue. Yeah. Or the black. Yeah, I've, got, I've not used the black. Have I used the black? <clears throat> I may have at some point. I can't even remember now. Yeah, there's, there's so many colours you lose track, don't you? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Just like I'm going to go make a rainbow at my game today. Throw every smoke out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, sorry if I if I seem distant. I'm just I'm I'm watching through this video of uh, what I was just talking to you about, and this guy has lit the fuse with a lighter. Yeah. And he's holding it in his hand, waiting for the flames to disperse, and it just explodes. And I'm going to send this off. Right now, yeah, I'll have a watch once we finish. It's like a game last week. 
There was yeah. a, a guy, he, he lit uh, Mark 5 and then he's holding it, he's going, how long, how long, how long? And then as he threw it, it exploded mid-air about 20, 20 metres in front yeah, of Yeah, we've us. got to talk about the dangers of that, of, of cooking your grenades, right? Yeah. Every site advises that you do not do that for damn good yeah. reason, because it's inaccurate. Yeah, there's no accuracy as to how long the fuse is going to be. You know, it could be one second, it could be ten seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, literally all you can do is strike it and throw it, and then it goes bang when it goes bang, kind of thing. Um, it's there's no science behind what you're getting at the end of the day, and it is just a guesstimate that the fuse should be this long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, again, it goes back to don't be a dick with it. You know, at the end of the day. It's your hands that you're gonna get. You're gonna blow up at the end of the day. You're gonna get burns. God knows what else. Possibility of infections from that. Yeah, and sepsis is uh, is dangerous. Yeah, that's that's the big thing at the moment. I, I mean, I can't even remember hearing about it sort of ten years ago. And these days, literally, you're hearing so much about sepsis mm. that yeah, like it's unreal. Yeah, it's just the new silent killer. Yeah, exactly. And that there are things you can look out for. In fact, there was a thing last year with the horse flies, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Where a lot of people were warning about sepsis. Um, you've got to be really careful with these things at the end of the day. As Carlo said, it is a firework. Um, That's a pyrotechnic, yeah. Exactly. No. It is just a firework, basically, yeah. if you think about it logically. Um, so, yeah. Follow the, follow the most important rule when you're using these on the back of the instruction manual. You might laugh that there's an instruction manual on these products, but clearly they've had to do it for a reason. And if you don't want to run the risk of hurting yourself with cardboard pyro, get a BFG. Yeah. Just get a TRMR. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. don't be poor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you say that. Um, you think about it logically, there's not... If, if you... Take into account sort of the investment that you're going to make in cardboard pirate games, and then you go right. Okay, I'm going to spend say eighty pounds. I think it is off the top of my head on a TRMR. Yeah. And a multi-shot base, eighty to hundred pounds. Let's say just yeah. as a figure off the top of my head. It could be more, could be less. I can't remember um, without the information in front of me. But you then buy a pack of two hundred nine primers. That's yeah. what. 20 quid for or 10 for 100 or 20 quid for 100 or whatever it is these days depending on which retailer you go to if you then think about every shot being say 30p or whatever and how much you'll pay for a cardboard pirate eventually in the long term it's going to balance out which is surely a good idea yeah yeah, for economics um, sake yeah definitely yeah Uh, and the great thing is they're not that they're not really that heavy but the the other, I mean, there's pros and cons to everything. The only con that you'll find with it is if you don't mark it correctly, like with any yeah. kind of insignia or your name, they'll just go missing. And another thing that I'd recommend, I've started doing with my TRMRs, I've actually got a note of the serial numbers. Mm-hmm. So if they do get nicked at a site and someone tries to sell it on, I can literally go bosh on the internet, on the Facebook groups, and go, right, get the word out. If anyone's selling this TRMR... With this serial number, this colour scheme, let me know. Yeah, of course. Because then I can find out who it is and all that. It's traceability. Exactly. You know, these things have serial numbers for a reason. Partly for the manufacturer in case they have to recall a batch for whatever reason. Although I've never heard of that with a BFG. But then, obviously, it's a way for you to keep track of it as well. Yeah, exactly. 
not a lot, but one thing I have seen before is somebody had a TRMR on a fishing line. Yeah. And after <laughs> after posting it, just reeled it back in, <laughs> <laughs> reset it, and then threw it out again. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's genius, isn't it? It's yeah. Like, I wish I'd had that uh, yesterday at my game, actually, when I threw both of them, and I had a multi-shot, but I couldn't get around the corner to get it back. I'm like, oh, sad face. Mm-hmm. I could use it. I've got another two shots in there. I could have used it again, but no, sad face. I'm pinned here. Aww. And then when I went to get it back, because I thought the area was clear, I got shot from nowhere in the leg. Did it hurt? No, not really. I was just die? peed off. Oh, yeah, literally blood everywhere, you know. <laughs> Arterial bleed across the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and on the ceiling. Yeah. Like Jackson well, no, I was outdoors, so, I was outdoors, so it's sort of up the walls, <laughs> in the grass, on the concrete. <laughs> Even went over the fence onto the vans in the courtyard at the jail. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. It was so it was it was like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough blood on the screen. Keep going. Yeah. Now, there's lots of uh, different brands of and types of BFGs as well. Yeah, with, definitely. Because uh, I own a few, actually. I've got two TRMRs, one single shot, one multi-shot base. Yeah. Um, I've got... We'll go, we've got TRMR, Oshi Boom. Yeah, I've got one of them as well. I've had that for years, but I've lost yeah. the pin. That went missing in the mall, and that never got found. Safety pin for that, so I can't use that anymore. Oh, I'm sure I can be bothered to make one up. Yeah. Um, and um, who else? Airsoft Innovations? Well, no, we'll, we'll come on to Airsoft Innovations in a minute. Um, yeah, yeah. You've got Dynatex, um, both timed and impact, and they do the, um, what they call tripwires as well, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, you've got, is it SWAT VTG, the other one? Yeah, I think they had a recall recently. Did they? Possibly. I don't want to say that as um, on the record official, as, as an official thing. But oh, well, it's, it's interesting you say that actually, because I've been struggling. Uh, I'm trying to get hold of all the different types of BFG at the moment for <laughs> something I'm working on for YouTube, uh, in a similar line to what Graham's done with the BB grenades. I want to yeah work through the uh, different BFGs and figure out the pros and cons of them. But the SWAT VTGs I've found really difficult to find. Really? There only seems to be a couple of retailers doing them that have them in stock. You can buy it direct from the shop. Yeah. VTG now 65 quid in selective models, UK only. Special offer 2018 to 2019. Oh, I'll have a look at that then. I mean, yeah, like I said, there was a couple of places doing them, Mm -hmm. but not many. It was like, you can find the Dynatex all over the place. You can find TRMRs. In fact, no, TRMRs tend to be a couple of retailers as well, don't they? Yeah. There's only one re- retailer that really seems to push them regularly and sell shed loads of them. Um, right. That's interesting. Like, yeah, because, uh, well, yeah, think about it. How often do you see people send other people to JD Airsoft to buy their TRMR? Um, do I have to say on record? Far too often, I'm guessing you're going to say. No, it's the other way. Really? Yeah. Everyone I know says go go there if you want to tear you must, them out. Yeah, but you must travel in better circles than I do. Because a lot of people I know are either suppliers themselves and just go, I'll just go straight to the manufacturer. Or, um... Or well, yeah, I'm, 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 when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about actual players. Oh, sorry. Rather than wholesalers <laughs> or retailers or whatever. 
Yeah, I, th- I don't talk to many players anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming from that angle okay. rather than the angle that you're. Yeah, coming then from fair the enough. Okay, if a lot of people are going to JDS off this usually because they're the ones with the stock. Yeah. Exactly. That would make yeah. sense. I mean, I've still won't pay the prices there, but that's yeah. me personally. <laughs> you know, yeah, anyone from JDS off, send your hate mail to me, not Andy. Yeah. Find me at send it podcast. to podcast. <laughs> yeah. Diddy Gaff Road. <laughs> one America Street. Yeah. What, what, what's the address for the White House? You can send it all to Donald. Sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, there you go. Washington, send it there. DC. <laughs> send Donald Trump all your raging for hate mail about. Yeah. But yeah, it's um, yeah, I've found personally that the better impact grenades. Uh, bearing in mind I don't own a Dynatex one so I can't compare have been the TRMRs by far yeah and they seem to be by far the most commonly used ones out there well that's the thing they're lightweight yeah well I say lightweight you say lightweight yeah these aren't as light as (laughs) yeah it doesn't mean you can start lobbying your TRMRs over um, because Carlos said they're lightweight no 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 no. they're of a lighter weight and um, unlike certain things like the Avatar um actually do fit in, in certain pouches. Yeah. Like 40, 40 millimeter pouches. Which is great. Yeah. Or you can go to certain other places like our friend Tag, Kydex yeah. Customs UK and get like a, a Kydex clip. Yeah. And, exactly. Um, yeah, all you have to do is actually pull it out from one end or slide it up out of it. Uh, you know, twist it on and arm it and away you go. Oh, that, that reminds me of something from yesterday's game actually. Yeah. I must have dropped a BB into a pouch when I was reloading my mags, my uh, crotch pouch that I've got on my rig, because a BB had somehow managed to wedge itself in the groove for the safety for the TRMR. I was like, well, just as well I didn't need that in-game, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, imagine. Yeah, you're trying to turn it and there's a BB jammed in there. All right, that's the thing. I mean, you've used BFGs more than I have. Yeah. Obviously, because one... I don't want to keep blanks anywhere near, you know, where I store my airsoft kit or in my house. Yeah. Due to three reasons. Yeah. <laughs> One, safety. Two, um, safety. Three, safety. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> there are other reasons. That yeah. Like a, that's something else. And um, aren't you, babe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fun one they're up and um, yeah like, I've, I've not really seen the need to, to pick one up because I don't really do that much CQB anymore yeah well I, I'm more of a CQB player yeah. I, I much prefer CQB so what would you so say is the more robust for, for your cash in terms of what you got so far I found the TRMR to be the best ones so that can take a bit of a kick in yeah I mean the, the don't get me wrong the Dynatex are really good bits of kit themselves and the, the plastic does stand up um, but it does wear after a bit of time, whereas when you're using a solid lump of metal, that's going to stand up a bit better than a plastic shell at the mm-hmm. end of the day. But, well, have that said, in a CQB environment, sometimes the Dynatech timed grenades yeah. can be really, really worthwhile having. I Back when Batch Attack was open, 
I'm not sure if I've told this story in here before, but I'm going to go into it again anyway, if I have, so sorry. <laughs> Don't be um, sorry, it's your show, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what some people get like about when I go on about things. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, I'm just going to say Vegas and leave it. Yeah, no, when, when, when Badge Attack was open, when they had Phoenix College. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I was using my BFG there threw it into a room. The guys inside obviously scarpered thinking that I'd thrown a impact grenade in and came back in the room getting set back up and then it went off at their feet. And the guys were like, oh, we thought that was a impact grenade and it just failed to go off. I was like, nope, that was the plan. <laughs> Backfired on you. Uh, but yeah, Brilliant. it did. this thing, they'd literally run off, come running back in the room waiting for us to breach the door and then this grenade had gone off at their feet. So I managed to get about four people with it at once. Which was always worthwhile, and it actually managed to get us in and help us push through quite dramatically. So they can be really useful bits of kit, um, especially if people are so used to impacts. Because you don't really seem to see the timed ones used these days, do you? No. The CQB sites. People go for the impact ones, and then if they want a timed grenade, they'll use the chuck away cardboard stuff. That's quite interesting because the last time I saw a timed actually being used in-game for CQB was when I went to... Christ, what was that? Uh, I think it was the cage in oh, the right. Whitechapel. Yeah? And I've not been there. Uh, it was shut down. I was going to uh, say, I've not heard together. of it, so... Yeah, this is how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's reminisce about the glory days, like everybody that voted for Trump. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there we go. <laughs> this is turning into a Carlo show now. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting edgy. Remember Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, you remember Wedge? I remember Wedge. <laughs> I've only watched that episode fairly recently as well. It's hilarious. Yeah, the remember, remember berries. berries. <laughs> and it's just like, this is how these, these people get into politics because they, they go on the derivatives. Yeah. Of of everybody else's glory days, and I'm just like, she makes a lot of sense. Like, do you remember when things were really good when you were younger? Wouldn't it be great to to bring those back online? Yeah, that's why it's called evolution. We move on from it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's not bring back Pokemon cards like it was because who remembers all the brawls you used to have in the playground? You know what? I think I think I must have broken a few noses when I was in school because somebody tried yeah. to steal one of my shiny Charizards. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Shani Charizard? Remember Shani Charizard? BFG. Yeah, I had two um, of them. I traded one for um, for a fiver, a locker, and something else that he gave me as well. Probably still have it. Yeah, so it was a school locker in a prime location, right? So yeah. it was that. It was a fiver, right? Yeah. Five quid, five whole pounds. Yeah. And one other thing. And think about how much those things are worth these days. Yeah, I know. I was an idiot. I should have kept it. Yeah. <laughs> Especially <laughs> like, if it was like, the first edition. No! <laughs> but, right, the one, the first thing is, I didn't just have one. I had two. Fucking hell. Money bags over there. It wasn't even that. It was the fact that there was this one shop that was in um, Harlow. Yep. Right, I think it was called Marquee Models. And they used to have them. Yes. In yeah, yeah, this was back when it used to be models. opposite the Tesco, when Tesco had both floors in the Harvey Centre. Yeah, I, I remember it, because um, 
they had one in Hartford as well, marquee models. It was Hartford yeah, and yeah, Harlow. This was, yeah, this was years and years ago. Then they moved yeah. it again oh, to like, the other side of Burger King, uh, which is still going for some reason, even though it looks like it's from the 1990s and the seats look like they've been torn up. Or they probably have in Harlow. Yeah, it's not going to lie, let's be honest. You take your life in your hands if you need to go to Harlow for anything. No, uh, Harlow, Harlow, Harlow's not that bad. Old Harlow is a dive. <sighs> and, uh, yeah. Send your hate mail to Flop Rate Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the point I'm making is, uh, when I was there, I saw somebody used a time grenade and they had this Wild West theme going on. So there were hay bales and um, the actual drop-down curtains around yeah. each, like some of the doorways made out of hessian. Yeah. Which is the, you know, the sandbag material. And, um, yeah, he actually posted it through as he heard somebody walking down the corridor. Yeah. And so he didn't notice that he posted it through this doorway. <laughs> they <laughs> just walked into the grenade as it went off <laughs> oh, that's genius just to have that level of kind of Sherlock Holmes yeah it's amazing yeah it, I'm just thinking that geezer with the fidget spinner now he must be like do 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 we don't even <laughs> shit recorder <laughs> <laughs> you know there's certain things I used to do when I was a younger man and a lot fitter and more agile than I am now yeah yeah and um I used to have a speaker yeah. In a little bum bag. And I'd keep that on me all the time and just play really annoying music through it. <laughs> My favourite was Barbie Girl by Aqua. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. That fucking right. song. Because <laughs> it's annoying and you can't help but just go, I remember this. If you're of a certain age. Yeah, and it's still or, just as shit as it was when it or came I out. really hate this. If you're of a younger age. Yeah. You don't remember the pain that we've had to go through for years and years and years listening to that song. It was everywhere. And it still is. You know, yeah. like the um, VH1 classics. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You know what they always play by Aqua? Turn Back Time. The Sliding Doors song. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I can hear the frustration down the headphones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So, BFGs and stuff. Um, um, yeah. If you want to know about BB grenades, yeah. um, you go and watch Graham's videos. Yeah. Because uh, he's done everything on Airsoft Nation on YouTube. About yeah, he's got the he's grenades. got the gas filled ones as well, hasn't he? The reusables. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't like the BB grenades personally, just because it's just leaving too much open for argument. In my opinion, in a CQB environment, if you throw one in behind someone, they're going to think that the BB's ricocheted or something. Yeah, but in that case, you take your damn hit anyway. Well, it depends because you know some sites are like, oh yeah, if it's ricochet and you can guarantee it's a ricochet, then it don't count. And people just go, oh well, it hit me behind and there's no way in the room, so it must be a ricochet. Let's I think that's honest. why I've been banned from two sites when I threw it at someone's head. <laughs> that's not true. That's just a joke for anybody out there. <laughs> yeah, you know there's going to be someone going, yeah, oh my god! Why do you keep having Carl on your show? He sounds really dangerous. Like, yeah, he probably is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know um, where he lives. He's yeah. definitely dangerous. Yeah, final point on BFGs. Um, Their long term costs, I'd say they're more economical uh, when mm-hmm. you take into the blanks. Uh, just remember, a lot of sites won't use you, let you use 12 gauge salute in blanks. Um, which is a shame in my opinion because they can be great fun but 
Yeah, yeah up until remember. somebody walks out the room and vomits everywhere. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I've not seen that, so they're fine. Um, it's um, it's I, I've come close to it where I've had such an intense headache that yeah. I've had to leave the game and just go sit in the safe zone and will myself not to vomit everywhere. <laughs> and um, the, airsoft isn't dangerous. No, it's, this is the whole thing. This is. This brings us on to what we were going to talk about next, which is yeah. the uh, Airsoft Innovations products. Ah, yes. Uh, I'll let you mention the names. Um, 40 mic and the newly released Master Mic, as well as their other small items. Yeah. Like now, the ring pull. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, 40 mic and the Master Mic. Master Mic's just coming out, so it'll be interesting to see how that's received at the site. So I've already yeah, sorry, spoken the, the Cyclone to... Impact and the XL Burst. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, the Master Mic, uh, we can't really say a lot about at the moment. It's looking like it's a more promising, uh, more CQB-friendly version of the 40 Mic. Um, obviously, a lot of sites instantly banned the 40 Mic. Uh, oh yeah, because I think it killed somebody in testing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I shouldn't laugh about that, but no. Now, if you're now, taking that precaution, might... and not yeah. only that, a lot of sites were lying about it as well. I'm not going to mention names. Yeah, but a lot of them were saying can't get it insured. What? Yeah, prove it now. The forty mic. I've used it at a couple of sites. It's had no issues, and funnily enough, uh, AAA was one of them. Yeah. Now, you you you've played there. A few of the listeners would have played there, uh, mm-hmm. and you know there's some quite open spaces that you can actually utilise it in, as well as the bits that you won't. But the whole conversation was that I've had with a lot of people actually about the forty mic. It's the fact that it's only dangerous in the hands of that one person who's going to ruin it for everyone. Now, yeah, but that's like anything in life. Yeah. As soon as you disrespect something, it disrespects you. That's, exactly, that's the law yeah. of nature. Exactly. This is the problem, though. The product itself can be utilised really well in woodland environments because you've got that much more range than a Moscart. You've got that much more spread over the longer range than you yeah. get out of a Moscart that sort of just goes <laughs> on the ground in front of you and that's it. <laughs> it just, just splutters and dies. Yeah. But then... I can understand it being banned by CQB sites as well, because there's going to be that one player that ruins it for everyone and gets right up close and uses. Yeah, it. depends. Depends how point blank uh, players engage. Yeah. For example, the jail. There are certain areas, like yeah. around the um, cells, yeah. that can get really close. But yeah. there is a massive corridor. That goes between, that goes through each floor of each of the blocks. Yeah. Right? That would be perfect for it, right? It would be, but like I said, it just takes somebody being stupid. Or not even necessarily someone being stupid, I suppose. Because if someone's hiding in a cell and they try to run from one side to the other and someone lets it loose, you can't see them coming out. If you're right up near that door... Guess what? 150 BBs are going inside that person's head. Worst case scenario. So yeah, probably blow their head clean off. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Four magnum or some shit. Yeah. It'd be like a, it'd be worse than a 50 BMG. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine the cleanup from that? Yeah. Because a no, 50 BMG it, on impact just fragments everything that it touches. Yeah. But no, in all seriousness, you know, 
there, there is sort of pros and cons to using it in each environment. I can understand the CQB thing. Yeah. Now, woodland sites, really and truthfully, I can't see reason for them banning it because with the right restrictions in mm-hmm. on the product, then you, you, all you have to do is put an MED in. And like bolt-action sniper users, like DMR users... If they break that minimum engagement distance, guess what? They go home, they get banned. Pure and simple. You've broken one of the rules. You fuck off. Or best case scenario, you just say, right, okay, you're not using that today. You're not using that product. Yeah, that's it. Like, do you know what they used to do at the mall? Yeah, they used to say that if you were caught with something, then... It's not just that. No, they're the lasers. Like, we'll allow lasers, but... If oh, yeah, the minute someone abuses it, they're, they're banned for the rest of the day. Fine. And okay. with BFGs, you know, if you throw them over your weight, over your knee height or whatever, then <clears throat> although that could be open to abuse as well, as I found out at the mall with the BFGs, with yeah, the, because basically one of the player marshals got really salty that I was out playing him all day, yeah. and I was utilising my BFGs, so he just kept accusing me of throwing it over the knee height, and one of the marshals was stood there watching me use it, never said anything. And then come up to me and said, oh, my player marshal said, I said, you were stood there watching me. If you can't make the fucking decision yourself, you shouldn't be marshalling. Yeah. You know, he watched me. He never said anything at the time. It was five minutes later when I went to retrieve it when I was hit out. And it was literally because I'd outplayed one of the player marshals. You know, every time he kept sneaking into the room, forgetting that there's a window that I'm stood behind so I could Mm -hmm. just quickly drop a BFG out the door. But, I mean, they were really strict on it anyway. Uh, but, yeah. Um, the 40 mic, love it. Can understand it being banned in CQB. Uh, master mic. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it's received when it comes over. I've already spoken to Justin at the jail, actually. Yeah. And he's more than happy for me to take a master mic up to a private game in April. That I'm attending there. Oh. Um for him to have a look at himself and see how it performs and what it's like in the environment so as mm-hmm. he can make an informed decision as to whether or not he'll allow it on site. Um, cause That's I fine. Actually, That's yeah. fine. Because, like, Airsoft Innovations have, have done something that I think no other uh, 40 mil shell company has ever done. And yeah. they've produced a, a rubber sock, yeah, a rubber base that goes over the the trigger mechanism to stop it from discharging when it's placed on the flat surface or any other surface, or if it's yeah, exactly. And it is literally just a rubber sock with a washer in to prevent it going off and protect yeah. the uh, primer as such. But yeah, genius. I don't know. Yeah, it is a brilliant bit of kit. And like the the way it works as well, the way it functions and the system behind it is awesome as well. Hmm. When you actually see how it goes, which they sort of had a little preview. Of I think they've in, tweaked it a little bit, and the master yeah. mic I think is smaller. No, let me pull up the specs. Yeah, the, the master mic is actually smaller than the forty. Yeah. It's a smaller. It only holds a hundred BBs, I think, as opposed to one hundred and fifty, uh, and it's a lower FPS as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that comes out. Uh, yeah, so two twenty, yeah. muzzle velocity. Yeah, as opposed um, to the two eighty, is it? Two forty or two eighty? The other one. 
whatever it was anyway. Yeah. 100 BB capacity, yeah. Yeah. And they're quoting a 20 foot spread or a 10 foot spread at 20 feet or something as opposed to. That's a spread, uh, 10 yeah. foot diameter at 20 feet range. Yeah, as opposed to the 10 foot at 100 foot. Yeah, uh, maximum of a 60 much. foot range. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's sort of taken what everyone got so salty about last year and made it less salty for people. This is like the salt-free version, isn't it? <laughs> Look, <laughs> people are just going to hate on it anyway. Oh like, yeah, you know it, I guarantee it. But um, as soon as mine turns up, yeah, I'll be letting people try it out at sites and seeing what they think of it. Then they can make their own informed decision. Uh, but I think that's really it for grenades, isn't it? I can't think of anything we've missed. Um, we can do like the, the the sound ones, or I don't really know enough about them to be honest. Uh, and, um, they, I think they make Graham's a loud a sound. They annoy a lot of people. Yeah. Done. All, yeah. All boxes ticked. <laughs> Yeah, and then you get the CO2 ones that people tend to fill up with talcum powder or something stupid like that. That's funny. Do you know what, actually? Years and years ago, uh, um, funny enough, it was at an Octo game. Mm-hmm. One of the first ones. We were, we were just well, just walking out for a patrol and we've heard, bang! We've gone, what the fuck is that? And we turned around and one of the guys was literally pulling talcum powder out of his pouch where he accidentally had one go off in the pouch with all the talcum powder in it. He was oh, just going, for funny. fuck's sake. Funny. Um, what else are we going to discuss today? Oh, kit There's, brands. Um, the what? Kit brands. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's go uh, we'll just do it. We'll just do a little brief thing on this, uh, mm-hmm. just because we've just somehow managed to spend sort of 50 minutes-ish talking about grenades. There may be other things. Oh, yeah, yeah. you have a time limit on yours, don't you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go on for five hours like the flopperated podcast. How dare you? <laughs> There's sorry, some quality short? content in that. <laughs> is that too short a time for you? <laughs> <laughs> I record a whole week sitting in one. We talk yeah. about <laughs> yeah, and that's just how long it takes you to listen to. That's yeah. after it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that painful and that bit just drags on and on and on. All right, so Kit Brands, we were sort of talking. Let's let's just focus on the main three for now. That you can think of. Well, your least favourite, Viper. Yeah. Uh, Warrior. Yeah. And then if you really want to like have more money than sense, you go cry. Uh, sure. Okay. Fine. Now, what, what I will say, um, the Viper, if you're working on a budget, it's good enough, kit, at the end of the day. You know... People say how bad it used to be, but I've got to say, my personal experience with them, the products I've had, generally haven't been too bad. Like, okay, yeah, like, on my Spec Ops chest rigs, there was one where I got, and the M4 mag pouch was slightly narrower than the rest, so it was a bit of a struggle to get the mag in and out in the rush. Oh, that's, um, some excellent quality control. Well, no, it fitted, it fitted a mag. It was just a little bit tighter, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, but generally speaking, like, it's not as bad as what people say it used to be. Like, that's talking to a, a fair few people that have played in the played airsoft for a while as well and been buying all the brands over the years. Yeah, of course. Now, obviously, a middle price point is going to be Warrior, isn't it? I'd say. That's yeah, yeah Warrior's always been mid price range. Yeah, good good quality kit from what I've seen. But the mm-hmm. middle sort of price bracket, as such. 
Um, yeah. And then you get onto Cry, which I've not come across. I've not used anything. Um, I'm getting some Warrior kits soon, actually, coming back to that. Yeah. But then Cry Precision is, well, yeah, it's just fucking expensive, really. Is it? I mean, Cry have got certain technologies that other companies haven't stolen yet. Um, we know they've got a patented pattern, first of yeah. all. Right, they're their own um, camouflage patterns. Yep. As well as uh, a stitch uh, pattern as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's like a, a double bond stitch from what I remember it's called. But no, I haven't been on the Cry website for years. But, I mean, by the same token though, Carlo, when you think yeah. about it, if you're just using it for if you're using it for real steel and you're using it day in, day out, out in a theatre, yeah, I can understand buying cry. Yeah, fine, fair enough. But for what we're doing, there's no reason other than you want to become a gear snob, in my opinion. Fair enough. If 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 that makes sense, I've probably upset a few people now, but like <laughs> when 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 oh well <laughs> I get, I get, Shame. So, it That's really, your choice. It really pisses me off when you go to games and you've got people kit shaming because they're running around in Viper. Yeah. When they may not be able to afford sort of six hundred pounds for a cryoplate carrier. Get a credit whatever card. Whatever it is these days. Still steal your parents' credit card. Yeah, but what if their parents don't have money? You're assuming you are you assuming their monetary status here, Carlo? Yes, I am. Don't be poor. Insert picture <laughs> of insert picture of that woman here. <laughs> What the triggered one? Trigger me timbers. But no, for for the purposes of airsoft, mm. Viper is like I'd say it makes the most sense because you or, or Warrior if you want to go that little bit nicer than Viper, or well, fairly nicer than Viper from what I've seen of it so far. But you know what I mean, you know. But let's look at some of the other brands as well that are that are innovating technologies. For example, Five Eleven, and their, you know, their honeycomb structure of of uh, Molly. Now, yeah, I just like yeah, Five Eleven. Yeah, again, it's not the cheapest to kit. I no. I use it for but it's clothing. built to last. Yeah, I I use the Five Eleven clothing religiously now. Um, yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned it because I actually got told off by Robbie for not mentioning it. He was well, no, he he said he was surprised I didn't mention it in a conversation the other week. You no, know, I'm going to write something down here. You need to see this. Um, but yeah, the five eleven honeycomb. I've not seen anyone. Um, yeah, um, I've not seen anyone using the honeycomb pattern yet. Now I don't know whether that's because of the price or whatever, or if people. It's just either don't the want price to use it. or or the fact that it can't be utilised, or it's just impractical for. You know, our, our, our uses of, of using it for airsoft. Essentially, you could play airsoft in a pair of tracky dacks, knee pads, yeah, uh, a hoodie. You, yeah, so what we're, what we're now coming to the conclusion of is you don't need to buy any of this stuff, just get a high cap. That, that's true, you don't <laughs> need to. It just hurts less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not only that, the whole reason I bought a plate carrier was because when I wanted to, to take part in more uh, simulations... Yeah. That I needed something that I could access twenty four seven without carrying a Bergen or a backpack. Yeah, I mean, so I had the ability to just use large utility pouches 
that are easily accessible and weren't constantly on the belt. Yeah. You know, so then, I bought myself a warrior plate carrier and the fly yeah. bar. Actually, first I bought the fly plate carrier, which is nice. I've still got that. And then the warrior plate carrier. And, you know, to this day, I've, I've still got both of them. And I use them whenever I can. They're in different colours. So if, from the, in Woodland, I use the, the green warrior one. If I'm in uh, built-up areas, I use the, the tan one. Or my black one. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, I, I think really and truthfully, you know, at the end of the day, you, you buy what you can with your price tag and there shouldn't be any gear snobbery in it. And again, it goes back to what we said with Enola Gay, don't be a dick. Mm. If, if this is all these people can afford or all they want to spend on a plate carrier or whatever, you know, they may not be using it as often as other people. So the people that might have bought the expensive ones might be using it week in, week out for Milsim events. Yeah, but is it a sign of, of the generation? In terms of the fact that, you know, the generation that came before us, the only way they could show off their their hard work was through possessions. Yeah. It's very is, is that mentality point. ingrained in, in this snobbery? Yeah. As well. And that's a very good point, and I think that's something we can leave open to the listeners to discuss in the comments on the episodes at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, that far. Um, and we'll see if anyone can explain to us why there is this gear snobbery and why people expect people to buy Warrior or Cry all the time and won't give the cheaper brands a chance. Or is it just because they've got this mentality from back in the day of what these cheaper brands used to be like? Oh, it's just buy cheap, buy twice though, isn't it? But do you though? Um... No, because like, usually what I've chest, found is the, the Spec Ops chest reads from Viper. I've, yeah. I've got I've got one in grey, one in black, and one in green. Right. To use for depending on my loadout because I tend to run light. Yeah. And I've only had to replace one, and that was because the buckle got smashed at a game. And like shouldn't yeah. really happen, if I'm honest with you. But by the same token, you know. Things do happen, and especially if you're getting pushed up against the middle gates. I mean, fucking hell, the safety catch on my Desert Eagle got snapped by someone pushing me up against the metal gate at um, UCAP Vendetta the other week. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, plastics, do, plastics do go at the end of the day. Yeah, so do Nick's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You break my Desert Eagle safety catch, I break your neck. Is that what Pretty I'm much, saying? yeah. <laughs> like, you know, unless you've got the money to pay for it, don't touch my stuff. I mean, I didn't even notice until the end of the day, so it was just that's the only thing I can put it down to. Yeah, really. say, like, also, don't push up on people. Yeah, if they're generally... I know you guys are trying to keep in a tight, confined area, but if you physically. No, this was people trying to barge through because I was being held up by people who didn't want to push up in the game. Oh, fuck that. So I'm being (laughs) held in doorways because people are refusing to push up and then you always get that one that tries to barge through and then ends up getting laced themselves, which is always quite funny, actually. Oh, it's hilarious to watch, isn't it? They're going, bitty big bollocks, yeah, I'm going to get through here, fuck it. The armchair commandos, yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah, I think that's really all we can say on the brands that we haven't already covered. To yeah, uh, just one more thing on the cry. Right. Um, obviously, obviously, you know, we've been talking about how certain technologies developed by certain companies and 
I will say that a lot of them are copycats. Yeah. A lot of them are. Um, but what you have to realise is what you're paying for is generally down to what your usage of it is. You know, yeah. like I said, if you're buying Cry, you're you're paying into a company that has done all this research and their stuff is used out is used out in theatre and on the field. You know, it's tried and tested over thousands upon thousands of uh, research hours and put through rigorous tests to the point where it's good to go. It saves lives. You're not going to find a PMC or anybody else in live theatre wearing a, a Viper rig. Yeah. That's where I find it. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate that. But for what we're doing where it's plastic, it's like these people that decide that they run, want to actually run plates in their plate carriers. Like, mugs. what need we, is we, there? Mugs, I call them. Yeah. What is the point? You're just ruining it for everyone. All you need is two carpet tiles. Sorry, four carpet tiles and some duct tape and a Stanley knife. There we go. Instant plates. It keeps the shape. Right? Because you cut it to conform to whatever size you need it to be. Right? It doesn't retain water. Because it's carpet. And... When you need to, to wash it out, all you do is just remove the carpet tiles and throw them in the washing machine. Yeah. You don't need actual bloody ballistic plates for a 6mm plastic BB. I don't know. I mean, some of them are pretty sharp. Especially if you've got an idiot with a 40 mic. That <laughs> thing will kill yeah. you. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think it's time to end the episode. <laughs> Yay. Right, where can people find you, Carlo? Uh, you can find me at floppratespodcast.com. That site needs a bit of an update on the Instagram at floppratespodcast on Facebook. Floppratespodcast, and if you want to send me an email, just go through the Facebook Messenger. It's easier. Or Instagram. You say that. I don't like the Facebook Messenger because it doesn't ping you when you get a message. Yours, mine does. But then again, I haven't got such a high volume of um, feedback that you do. <laughs> Because nobody listens to my show anymore. <laughs> yeah, they do. Maybe. Right, guys. Uh, um, you- yeah, you can also find the show everywhere: iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Podcast Addict, and any other podcast catching software. Cool. And guys, you obviously know where to find me. Uh, if there's anything you want to add to the discussion that we've had tonight, drop your comments in the uh, comment sections on either the Instagram or Facebook post, and uh, I'll come back. I'll come yeah. Back. And then Carlo will come back and probably tell you that you're wrong in his opinion. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's a healthy debate. But, you know, you need one side to be wrong on it always, and it's never me, so. <laughs> it's right, a convincing argument, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll see you guys next Monday. Take yeah. care, take your hits, don't be a dick, and we'll see you next time on the Chairsoft Show. Bye for now. Bye-bye.